On today's episode of Let's Talk Cabling, we're talking certifications again. This one is about computers. So come with us as we interview somebody who has some certifications. Don't hang up that phone. We've found what you're looking for. Welcome to the Let's Talk Cabling Podcast with Chuck Bowser, RCDD. Well, seeing how we're pulling Category 6A, the most powerful twisted pair in the world. You've got to ask yourself this one question. Did I pull 295 or 300 feet? Well, do you feel lucky? Do you punk? In this podcast, you'll learn the differences between a 66 and 110 punch tool, the proper way to install a support cable, along with testing and certifying the cable. What exactly does RCDD stand for? Registered Communications Distribution Designer. Just the expert you need to ensure your cable plant performs exactly as designed. The elite professional, knowledgeable, and experienced in leading edge ICT design principles. So join us as we talk about the ever-changing world of telecommunications. From ISP to OSP, from copper to fiber, design to installation. Now, send the new guy to the truck for a bucket of dial tone and the cable stretchers while you listen to an informative program on telecommunications. Welcome to the show where we answer the tough questions from estimators, project managers, installers, customers, from your favorite. RCDD, me. If you're watching this on YouTube, would you mind giving us a thumbs up and, and subscribe? If you're listening to us on podcast, please uh, send us a five-star rating. If not, email me. Tell me what I could do better to make it five-star. Those two little tips help us to beat that nasty algorithm so we can get this message out to more people and get more people prepared and trained in the ICT industry. If you like this channel and you want to support this channel, you can do it through Patreon. You can do it through PayPal. You can do it through Amazon links. While this show is free, it does cost money to produce it. If you want to help, you want to help cover those costs, then look up those links. By the way, you can find those links on our webpage at letstalkcabling.com under the support tab. You can also find all of our content, the audio podcast and the YouTube podcast. So let's get on with the show. So today we have George Humphrey with us today. George is uh, probably one of my best fans. He's on, he's always downloading the show, always doing comments. He's almost on every single live after hours Q&A session, always hit me with the good, tough questions. Welcome to the show, George. Good to be here, Chuck. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you? I'm doing fine. So today I want to talk to you. I wanted to talk to you about your certification. Right. But before we talk about your certification, can you give us a little bit of just a, a short 30 second, 45 second intro of who you are and 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 your interest in the technology world? Yes, my name is George Humphrey. I uh, was interested in becoming a certified A plus by CompTIA when it became available. Uh, at first, I just was a amateur at it. Uh, learning, growing up, taking stuff apart, trying to see if I can make it work better or even put it together where it would work correctly. So I took that to a whole nother level. Yeah, it's funny you said it that way because <clears throat> I think that's how a lot of us actually learn. Um, I remember the first time I did the brakes on my first car, my, my first hot rod, 
I, I jacked up the back end. I took off the, the drum off of one side, completely tore it apart, but I left the stuff, the, the other side together. And then that way, when I put it back together, I got kind of go back and forth. And when I got done, there was no spare parts. So that's how we all learned. So tell us about that A, A plus certification. Um, what interested you in, in, in getting that certification? All right. So funny story is I went through Career Source Camp Bay. They're the ones who sponsored me through. It's about a, I think, fifteen to two thousand dollar course. Um, they get you the book. It comes actually in two books. And then I combined it into two books with page protectors and all that, just so the pages last longer. Uh, but you go into a classroom. It's at night. It's a month long, month and a half long program, you go. In the middle of that, you go for your first exam. It's 80 questions, you get 90 minutes to do that. And there's two of them, you must pass both to receive the A plus certification. And in that 90 minutes, there are five questions in the beginning, don't waste your time on the first five, come back to those, those are your simulation questions how do you put you're given a scenario and you got to put together a network or code something to make it work or whatever don't waste your time on the first five come back to them some questions are there just to see if you know the content or not plus um in the questions if you answer them it will actually based on your responses will give you more of those questions so it's always learning from what your input is so uh also another thing our instructor said if you know that's the answer don't change the answer unless you are absolutely certain about that so i luckily passed um by the skin of my teeth so uh <laughs> it was fun it definitely humbled me and made me a better it person <laughs> and taught me a lot of things that i didn't really know like virtualization how to set up a soho small office home office networking and it touches a lot on networking so and just general basis so uh any other questions Oh, I got lots of questions. What are you talking about? So I, I know that you're currently not working in the IT industry, but you're still using those skills that you learned through your volunteer work at your church, right? Because you're running the tech team and stuff like that, correct? I am. I do a kids ministry. So I do a little bit on the side as well. So friends will come to me and ask me for help and I'll do it. And plus, with everything, it's trial and error. Even if you're familiar with it, it's still trial and error. Right. So would you say that getting that certification has improved your life or didn't make a change in your life? i say since I'm not working in the industry with it, it's not really changed my life, I would say, but it enhanced my resume, I'll say, because um, a lot of jobs that I see do require you to have a industry certified basics, which is the A plus cert. 
they're actually four of these things. So you have your CompTIA fundamentals. That's just learning how to turn on and off your computer, learning how to use it. Then you got A+, plus, which is taking a deeper dive, taking it apart, putting it back together. Then you have Network+, plus, which Chuck is very familiar with. And then you have another one called Security+. Plus. Uh, I am interested in getting my Network+, plus, but I'm currently not pursuing that. Gotcha. Well, let me ask you this. How much of that class actually talks about cable and, and cabling? I would say whenever you get to the networking portion. So about chapter seven, I believe. Would you, would you say that for someone who's currently in the field pulling cable and stuff and, and they are looking to get in the computer side, they don't want to pull cable their entire life. They want to, they want to do what you do. They want to set up computers and set up networks and stuff. Um, would this be a good step for them? Absolutely. When I go back and do it over again, yes. It has broadened my horizons about computers and networking and all different types of cables, Cat6, the standard for A and B, either for regular or government buildings. I don't want to quote the color scheme because I might get it wrong. So... There's a lot of cable technicians that if you ask them to quote the color scheme, that they would probably get it wrong. Yeah, that would be me. So, so tell me a little bit more about that class. Was it a classroom environment or was it virtual? It was all classroom. It was done at HCC in Tampa, the Ebor campus. Uh, whenever I went, it was at the Ebor Ice. I forget, but it was at their like. They do a whole bunch of stuff there, CPR classes, they do nursing, they do, they had rooms, but um, the main one that I was uh, in for was a CompTIA A+, and you go in, it's at night, six to nine, six to eight. And for those that don't know, HCC is Hillsborough Community College, which is, which has campuses all across Hillsborough County in, in West Central Florida. Um, so that's actually a good way to pursue the class. And you took the classes before COVID, correct? I did. Okay. So the classes were before COVID. It was actually in 20, uh, yeah, yeah, 19, actually, at the end of November, December timeframe. And this certification is good for three years. And also, you don't have to retake the exam. I'm actually <laughs> going to do the IC credits, so it's or CU credits, continuing education, and you don't have to do the exam again. It just renews your certification for another three years. So you can go to CompTIA's website, CompTIA.org, I believe. And then you can sign up for CertMaster and learn from there. Also, CertMaster is a good tool. Even if you don't have A+, you can also use it to learn the ropes of the test and all that. So uh, on the day of the test, there are two of them, like I said. 
and you get an hour and a half to take 80 questions. Uh, so you walk in the building. The building that I was at was actually on Davis Island, the HEC test center, but they moved it to the place where I was. So I was actually the last test in that test center. And you go in, you, uh, uh, at the register desk, you sign up your name and all that. They already have your test set up. Then they take you to another computer and then they take your picture, which ultimately ends up on your um, a certificate. Not really your certificate over here, but more on your test sheet that you get. It's more for accountability reasons. They don't want you taking an exam for another person that would be cheating and they don't they frown upon cheating so it's very hard to cheat because you're in a room glass window camera on every station so you can't get away with anything well not that you should i mean you want you want to pass that that exam um, with with your own knowledge and stuff, because that's, it's a bigger sense of accomplishment if, if you do it that way. How many continuing education credits do you need to get to maintain that certificate? Oh, I think it's like 24, I believe. Over, over a three-year period? Over a three-year. Okay. So they give you a lot of time. Do they charge you for those uh, classes, for those CEUs? They do on CertMaster. You can do it all on CertMaster. I think it's like under $200 for CertMaster. So I'm uh, going to actually start doing that since it's 2021 and my certificate expires December 22. So uh, So, that was called ServeMaster? C-E-R-T. Oh, cert master. Okay. So what, that's like a subscription based thing where you pay a one-time fee and you can take all kinds of classes. One time they give you a full year to complete it. If within that year you don't complete it, your credits will still count, but you would have to pay for it again. So what's your next step after the, after you, you're going to get this renewed, right? Do you have plans on pursuing more certifications after this? In the, in the ICT industry or the or computer industry? I do. Um, the net, Network Plus, I'm not really good at math. So the Network Plus um, is math intensive because you got to know binary and all that. Like formula for subnetting and all that. Subnetting is the hardest, honestly. I've tried practice tests and subnetting is... The, probably the more difficult subject topics in networking. Oh, and by the way, it's um, local area network. Oh, you're talking about my uh, acronym challenge. For those who don't know, if you follow me on LinkedIn every morning at 8.10, I do an acronym challenge. And today's acronym challenge was LAN. And it obviously means local area network, which somebody who has an A-plus certification should know that. Right, George? Correct. But do you know what MAN stands for? Metropolitan Area Network. And that's one coming up later in the week. So, shh, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. (laughs) That's where the the acronym challenge works. It starts off Monday with an easy one. 
and then they get progressively harder until Fridays gets really hard. If any of you last week was frequencies, right? And then to the tail end of the week was some pretty difficult ones. Hey, Chuck. Yeah. So last week I went to the can. Do you know what that is? Yes, I do. I do know what that means. Sam Pan. Yes, I know what all those mean. Of course, with a Bixie RCDD. So do you plan on ever trying to get any cable certifications? I would like to one day be a regional communication distribution designer, I believe. An RCDD. Yeah. A registered communications distribution designer. You have to have at least five years of, um, of experience to, to sit for that exam. There's a whole, whole plethora of requirements that you got to go through, but most people don't start off right straight with their RCDD. They start off with getting uh, like an installer or installer C or installer F or technician kind of work the way up because the RCD test is not an easy test. It wasn't an easy test for me. So what else do we need to know about your certification? What, what else, what whiz, words of wisdom do you want to impart with somebody who's considering getting their certification? Do it. Just go for it. I mean, they're going to prepare you for the test before you even take the test. Also, there was somebody in my class that took notes. He's an engineer. Um, he works in Tampa for a, uh, a, almost a dispatch center for traffic. He's a traffic control dispatcher, not for airplanes, but for roadways and all that. Um, and he took notes like crazy. He was almost taking notes like he was going to rewrite the book. But no matter how much notes you take does not really prepare you for the exam. He took the exam a couple of times and did not pass. So I try to stay in contact with him. Um, last time I heard, this was about six months ago. He still hasn't passed. So it definitely is a tricky exam. It'll ask questions just to trip you up and reword questions to make it seem right, but it's really wrong. So, and plus it's a learning exam. The more questions you take, the more it will um, build an algorithm to kind of like not really pass you, but to test your knowledge and see how well you actually know the subject they're trying to come across, actually. And the book is actually uh, about 2,000 pages, I believe. So there's a lot of information to study. Yeah, the, the TDMM is about 2,000 pages as well. So that's a lot, a lot of information to know and memorize and stuff. Did you use any, any um, study prep aids to help you pass the test? Or did you just go straight from the class into the test? Believe it or not, I just went straight from the class into the test. Oh, wow. I did take some notes. On the second exam, um, I don't know if you want to publish this, but uh, on the second exam, 
you had to have a passing score of 700, and I passed with a 700. Pass is pass. That pass is pass. So it's that. I know. It's a pass or fail test, and I passed them both. So there you go. That's all that counts. That's all the job will see and all that. They won't go into detail of my score or anything. They'll just see a pass or a fail. Right. What's your favorite podcast? Let's talk, Caitlin. Who's your favorite podcast host? Chuck Bowser. Well, I appreciate you being on today, and I appreciate you listening to the show, and I appreciate you uh, being an active participant in the community. I love it. I love your content. It's so enlightening. Even if I'm at work, like uh, one day I was working for UPS, and I still managed to jump on. I could. I just envision you in the UPS truck with your phone up watching the after hours live thing. I had you in my AirPods with it sitting in a uh, cradle. So when I wasn't jumping off the truck, I was uh, watching you and commenting as well. So yes, you were. Yes, you were. That's why, I, that's why I called you one of my biggest fans. All right, buddy. I appreciate you. So leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time, be safe.